0: to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. We are going to be joined today by an amazing lady who founded a workout that I think for each of you listening is something approachable, doable, sustainable. Her name is Megan Roop, and she has a passion for dance and a love for fitness. She created the Sculpt Society, which is a dance-based fitness workout app that empowers women through movement to stand in their bodies with confidence and strength and to feel their best. So welcome, Megan. How are you?
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Yes. I love that kind of your mission is that you empower women through movement to feel your best here at Wake Up and Read the Labels. Our mission is to empower women through education Mm. to eat the foods they love and feel
1: good. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a lot of synergy and sync with our
0: mission. I love
1: that. Yes. I think, um, gosh, if if I can do anything, it's really transforming women's relationship with working out movement and their bodies. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. to chat with you. Yes, of
0: course. Okay, so let's kind of dive into this overarching, what is the Sculpt Society? What is sculpting? Some of your background. Let's go there.
1: Yes. So my background is in dance, like you mentioned. So I grew up as a dancer, was doing classical ballet. I was on the high school dance team. And then I went to NYU's Tisch Dance Program, which was very much... It was a BFA, but it felt like a conservatory, right? It was I was doing ballet and modern, and then professionally sou- found most success um, commercially. So I was working with the NBA in Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Nets dance team. I also did a little bit of company work, a little bit of theater, but that's really where I found my stride was with the NBA. And simultaneously, trying to survive in New York City, I, like most... <laughs> 20-something New Yorkers had multiple jobs. So I was side hustling in fashion. I was a fit model. So I was working with designers on how garments fit. So really like the behind the scenes of the fashion industry. And then I was also teaching fitness. So really fell into that, not thinking anything of it, just thinking it could be a paycheck and it could allow me to pursue my dance career, which all of that did. And so it was really quickly into starting to teach fitness that I... Really fell in love with it. Like, I, it unlocked something in me that I didn't realize was there. I never thought of myself as a teacher. But for someone who really went through a lot of body image issues in my early 20s, just not only body image, but also my relationship with food, a big missing puzzle piece to healing that and being on that healing journey was finding a movement practice that felt joyful and fun. And so, being able to share that big piece of the puzzle for me with other women and how to heal and find confidence within their own bodies through movement was just like such an aha moment for me. And I think when that clicked for me, it really showed me a different career path than I ever imagined for myself. And so, fast forward. Six and a half years later, I was loving Boutique Fitness in New York. And like I was taking reformer Pilates and sculpt classes and yoga and dance cardio and all of the things. But I felt really frustrated for my community or the community that I wanted for myself. Like the class I wanted and the community I wanted wasn't there. It felt really intimidating. It felt really hard. It felt very toxic in the way that the boutique fitness culture was speaking to women about their bodies and food. And I was just, I really felt deep down that it could be done better. And I wanted to create a class that fostered that really positive environment that gave women the tools to come into a class and like not tell them that they need to work out for hours a day and make sure everyone felt successful and empowered and positive leaving a class for me. And so I set out in 2017 to launch the Sculpt Society, which I did in New York City. And then a year and a half later, I launched the Sculpt Society app in November of 2019, and that was really because in New York, you know, people are coming in and out. My clients are coming in and out. They were traveling. I was growing on social. So some people like couldn't even get to me in New York. And the constant feedback was, listen, I I want to take your class, but I can't get to you all of the time. And at the time, you know, Peloton was thriving. Mm-hmm. You know, we were starting to see this, this boom in online fitness. And so we launched <laughs> in November of 2019, you know, bootstrapped it with, all of the money I had saved and just prayed that it would be successful. So
0: I love it. True entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I love that you filled the void that was needed. Something, it, it sounds like it's your passion. And you listen to the land, right? You kind of like, okay, this is what these people need. They want this, that type of thing. And I, again, share that in. That's what happened with me was somebody asked me like, hey, can you please come clean out my pantry and take me grocery shopping? And as word of mouth grew, I'm like, okay, well, how do I reach more people? How do I reach Mm -hmm. people in different cities and states Mm -hmm. and things like that? So it's really a beautiful thing that we're able to create something that we know is needed that is helping people and that people want. So tell me this. What is the feeling that you want to create when someone does join the Sculpt Society or after they take a class? What do you want a woman to walk away with?
1: Oof, so many things. Okay, I love that you use the word feeling because something I really want to do is, like I said in the beginning, is really transform women's relationship with working out. And so I want that relationship to change in all three ways, which is before a workout, during the workout, and after the workout. I want. Mm-hmm. Women to really look forward to working out again or for the first time. I want women to enjoy the workout while they're doing it. And then I want women to feel all of those beautiful endorphins that we feel post workout. But I always talk about just even like when we were talking about offline, right? Like I'm not saying go and work out two hours, three hours a day, even an hour, even sometimes 30 minutes a day. I'm all about committing to less so that you can show up more. So even if it's 10 minutes a day, I so believe in the power of that 10 minutes and what I can do in a class in 10 minutes for someone because I believe that that can energetically shift how someone is feeling in their bodies, in their mental health. And that is the power of fitness because that goes into the rest of their day. That goes into their Zoom calls, into their relationships with their friends and family, their partners. And when you feel grounded and positive in your body and in your mind, that's transformative. And so... The after is that feeling of of really that honing into that grounded feeling of confidence of themselves. And, and you know what, for me, getting women out of their heads, because I know the wasted time and energy that can go into obsessively thinking about their bodies and food, right? So think about, I know for me, if I could take back all of that time in my early twenties that I spent every moment of every day thinking and obsessing about like the food I was eating the body and the working out and all that. There's just so much wasted time. So I want to give women time back, do the workout, Mm -hmm. move on with your day and feel really confident.
0: Yeah. And I find that cyclical too, right? It's wasted time, but like it never actually gets you to where you want to be. You're on, you're on this like hamster wheel. And so yes, this commit less, show up more. Like if you just start your day with I mean, you can hold a plank. You can do some push ups. You can touch your toes. Like, you have just made this positive reinforcement that, like, you are enough mm-hmm. and you have done something to make your day better. And you do find strength and you do find endurance in these smaller little commitments of movement. So I love that. Now, I know you work with celebrities, it's all over your Instagram. Love it. If you want to share, um, maybe an a fun experience you had with one of those celebrities. But my more important question is, how does the average woman Mm -hmm. compare to these celebrities doing this workout? Meaning if you got somebody who is, you know, inflamed, has joint pain, is tired all the time, and they look at these celebrities and go, oh my gosh, but they're doing that. I can't. I'm not that good. I'm not that beautiful. I'm not that thin. How, How did they compare to each other with the Sculpt Society?
1: I mean that's the funny part is I think people really put these celebrities on pedestals and I I work with such a range of abilities right so I have some celebrities or influencers that I'm working with that are inflamed need low impact need a, a slower more gentle workout and then I have others that I'm working with that are much more advanced and they have been doing the sculpt society for years and it's just like a diff, a little bit it's like more of my advanced classes on the sculpt society app so I think what's interesting is we really are all the same yeah as cheesy as that may sound and so for me it's making sure i'm providing content and programs for every level so if you are a beginner if you don't have a workout program in place or a system in place like how can i help you and how can i deliver workouts that can f- help you know someone who is inflamed and needs a low impact slower sculpt workout and the same with my advanced clients right if i've got a lot of like new yorkers who, who want that intensity are super advanced and i have an advanced program so i think it's actually just change like realizing that even with a celebrity like I'm working with all ranges, all levels. And the beauty is I'm literally doing exactly what I'm doing with them on the Sculpt Society app. So people are always like, what what workout are you doing with them? And Uh I'm like, I'm like literally doing exactly what I do on the Sculpt Society app. So that's really like the beautiful thing is it really is accessible for everyone.
0: Yeah. And people should just do what they like, right? They're always asking, I want to know what so and Everybody will ask me, what do you eat? What do you eat? And it's like, listen, right. what I eat may not work for you. And so what you need to do is like figure out what do you love to eat and accept that that's what you can and you should eat. And the same thing for movements. Like we all have arms, legs, a torso, same muscles, same system, nervous system, and your your blood system that is working these things. And so do what feels good for you. Do what you can. Don't look at, oh, I need to work out with Car- like Carly class if that's the way I'm going to have her body. Yeah. So each of you are beautiful. Now, let's talk about the wake up audience because that's the majority of who will hear this. And we're talking women 40 to 60 years old dealing with some type of inflammation, maybe they're on medication. They can't commit to a workout and that's because They feel like they need to overcommit, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to join a fancy gym. Mm -hmm. Do I need weights? How exactly do you recommend them to start? Just start a movement. Yeah. What did they do?
1: So I love that you touched on finding something, right? With food and with movement, it's the same thing. You really have to find something you enjoy, because that is what you're going to continue to show up to. So for that age demo, you know, I created a slow and controlled beginner program. So I realized during the pandemic that my movement was really fast paced for a lot of people. And I was getting constant feedback of like, this is too intense for me, even though it's like low impact sculpt. And so I really wanted to create programming to support that demo who wanted something slower paced that was on more of that beginner level. So I actually would say, start there. And what the beauty of that program is, is that most of those videos are about 20 minutes long. So going back to my mantra of awesome, commit to less so that you can show up more, it doesn't need to be a long workout for it to be effective. And again, that's something that the pandemic really showed me as a former just over-exerciser, right? Like it is my job. Like I'm on the go all the time. I was, you know, also small business owner, right? I had to teach the classes. I had to do the privates. It just took a lot out of me physically. But with the pandemic slowing down, I actually saw so many beautiful results of doing less and doing shorter workouts and actually, just so interesting to see how the body like really can, when it's, what's in like a really good rhythm and not feeling overstressed from over, over exercising, like, you know, all of the great things happen. So I'm a big believer in workouts, not needing to be super long. And so, yeah, if you're listening and you're frustrated, I think it's taking down the commitment level, showing up, maybe it's twice a week for the first month really, and, and really like you're doing it twice a week you're you're showing yourself that you can do it and then you start to to build on maybe the next month it's it's 3 times a week but i think we are so programmed as humans to want the change instantly right we want to go from 0 to 100 we want to see the results instantly and i think that's frustrating but it's like i always say too like it's not for the next 30 days Movement is for the rest of your life, just like eating is for the rest of your life. And we want to find a way of moving our bodies that is sustainable over a lifetime that you look forward to, that you enjoy doing, and that you can go on with the rest of your day. So yeah, it's so, so important. And it's going to like literally going to change your life.
0: Yeah. Most people look forward to happy hour or cocktails with friends, right? Or going yeah, going out with your husband for a cup of coffee. It should feel that same relationship take us into the Sculpt Society app. What does it look like? And what are the options? Like, can you talk to the community? Do they get fun content
1: from you? Or is it all workouts? No, we've started to really expand. Um, You know, it's really an extension of me. And it's beautifully curated, but in not an overwhelming way. So you're going to go into it, there's going to be a whole start here section, I'm going to guide you through what I am doing on the on the app and then we'll go into classes and I've really divvied up the classes in our signature classes which is low impact sculpt we have full body mm-hmm. we do have some dance cardio so if you're you're listening and you love like a Jane Fonda dance cardio moment we've got that for you and then we've got those like those slow and control classes i also have it divvied up into quickies right so again big believer in committing to less so quick workouts ranging from five to 15 minutes that are broken up into body parts and then the other side of the app is program so if you're look if you're someone that just thrives off of a a calendar, a program. I'm telling you, you know, I think there's decision fatigue all the time. So I always recommend my clients starting with a program because literally it's like day one. Okay. This is the video I'm doing. And what's beautiful about the app is you can schedule it into your calendar. It'll send you a push notification an hour before you've scheduled your workout. It'll show you if you've done it or not. And you can look at your calendar and so those calendars are great. Um, and then we've, we have meditation, we've got yoga, we have stretching. There's some lifestyle content in there from me with wellness chats. And then we also have, we just started introducing some food content in there. So whether it's a video of me making the food in the recipe or just a, a PDF that you can follow. But yeah, I, I think there's, gosh, there's so much in there to explore and so much for everyone.
0: Okay. How do people join?
1: Yeah, you can find us on my website, thesculptsociety.com. And we actually have a code. So you can get a seven-day free trial. And then with the code WAKEUP25, you get 25% off. And so, yeah, it's a really great place to come and say hi. Awesome.
0: Now, let's break down what the Sculpt Society moves are. I know you said there's okay. dance, which, by the way, I love dance. I was mm-hmm. a dancer for 18 years. But how does this work? Is it like every workout that they have an option of? Is it small movements? Is it pulsing? Is it, you know, a lot of impact? Kind of let us know about that.
1: Yeah, I, I really have intentionally broken it up. So if you are someone who's coming on and you're like, you know what, dance cardio is not my thing. I'm not into it there are like hundreds of low impact classes for you. So those Sculpt, those full body classes that don't have cardio in it are low impact. They're using your body weight. I always give options on how to turn things up a notch. So if you wanted to wear an ankle weight or incorporate light hand weights, you can. But what's really beautiful about the Sculpt Society is it can be done with no equipment at all, literally just your body, your mat. And I would say like, think of it like an athletic Pilates, right? It's a little bit more athletic. It's on the beat of the music. I'm using music to really drive the class, keep the energy up. But we're, you know, we are using a lot of hip mobility work, which I love Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of functional exercises. Um, and then the dance cardio, you know, that is high energy, but it's simplified. And a big thing for me was I just felt like when I was launching the sculpt society, like, I felt really frustrated for non-dancers who wanted a really fun dance cardio and sculpt class. And I felt like it doesn't need to be so complicated. So I really have go-to movements like step touches and heel taps and jumping jacks. And you'll see that repetition throughout. And that's really intentional because there is something meditative. Like Once you know the movements and the sequences, you can really just move to the beat of the music and listen to my voice. And I, I don't want it's become like the space that only dancers can throw on a dance cardio class. And literally one of my favorite things to hear is when a client's like, you know, I've been doing sculpt study for a year. I was never, I was never into dance cardio, Uh but I threw it on and now I love it. You're, you know, you're so right. It's simple. It's not intimidating. So that's really fun for me to hear. um, Because I do think dance cardio can feel really intimidating if you don't have that dance background.
0: For sure, just as people without a dance rhythm, dance background, look at you know the dance floor at weddings or events, yeah. and they're going like, "Oh my god, this is not my thing. I don't know how to do this." I know that I personally have done the Sculpt Society. And I remember having you on my TV. I had a little shed in my backyard where I used to teach spin classes when COVID lockdown happened. Yeah, I took it outside of my gym and I started doing that. And I was just like, you know, your voice is so calming. And I think a lot. Yeah. Have you ever heard that?
1: I mean, honestly, it's like a really nice compliment because I feel like a lot of voices <laughs> in fitness are not calming or or encouraging. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate that comment.
0: Yes. I mean, I love an instructor. Personally, I love an instructor telling me what to do because you don't have to you know, create the class on your own. There's minimal breaks. Your workouts are more effective. Like they're having to think while you're just kind of pushing your body. And so like one of my favorite instructors at my local school studio, love her. She's great. I go to all her classes, but she yells. And Mm. the other day she mentioned, Hey, you guys, I got some dental procedure done. I can't yell. And she knows I joke with her. I'm like, Oh, sweet. You can't yell today. (laughs) But there's something that's just so graceful about doing a workout with I mean, I can feel like having control of what you're teaching and you're having direction and it's also just very calming and very, um, it's rewarding. So you. just wanted to pass that along. Of course.
1: I think it's, it's my like aversion to a boot camp class where I'm like, I, I'm not motivated by someone yelling at me. <laughs> so right. yes. trying to be encouraging and calm throughout my workouts.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have any right now, do you have any fun challenges going on, whether it's in the Sculpt Society or just to your
1: audience? Yeah, we, um, and what's nice is we have an, a portion of the app we have some of our challenges that you can jump into but we just brought back something called our 30-day kickstart so if you're new to the sculpt society it's a really nice introduction there's two tracks to it it's 30 days you can pick intermediate advanced or you can pick beginner and that's a really nice just again if you're just starting out we launched um, with for mental health awareness month we have a self-care a seven-day self-care challenge that has workouts they have meditations there's wellness chats there's journal prompts So that's really nice if you're looking to incorporate some some mental health component to your workouts. And then um, in about two weeks, we're going to launch a core challenge. I'm currently pregnant. So we're using for the intermediate advanced section or the non-pregnant section, we're going to have regular core workouts. And then what's really nice about being pregnant is I can incorporate pelvic floor and 360 breathing classes for my pre and postnatal clients. So there'll be two tracks there
0: beautiful because i too get questions asked about pregnancy you know should you move when you're pregnant should you not move when you're pregnant yada yada so what is your kind of take on that and by the way congrats on your pregnancy and as a fellow content shooter i would just be like okay i gotta shoot as much pregnancy postpartum content as possible while i have this right
1: i know and this is awesome i have already have a two-year-old so this i said i say to my husband every day i'm like i am never doing this again so we have,
0: it's insomnia though. Literally. I have two as well. You forget after a few months and then you have the baby fever. No, you need to like journal in your journal and say like- I don't know. Like this-
1: I think I'll remember. I'm like really not. I'm not a great pregnant person. <laughs> I'm
0: with you. My Once my husband and I had our second, I think it was two months later, we looked at each other and we're like, We have two healthy, beautiful boys. Are we done? He went and got a vasectomy and we just- Great. We have not looked back.
1: That will be my, I keep telling my husband, like two months after you are going to to get that taken care of. Yep. Sorry, what was the the question? We were talking about
0: pregnancy and movement.
1: Yes. What is
0: your take with that? How do you do that?
1: Listen, I think the best thing that you can do for your, your own self pregnant, as well as your baby is to work out. Out during your pregnancy, and it can be done safely, it can be done effectively. And you know, listen, it's also pregnancy is such a trip. So, if you're in your first trimester and you have zero energy and it's just not happening, that is fine. You are in survival mode. I would say, like, hopefully, once you get to your second trimester and you have a little more energy, you can start it back up. But I have a really robust pre and postnatal program. So, my prenatal program is 40 weeks long. I have pelvic floor videos in there as well. I've also filmed all of the workouts while I was pregnant with my first, I'm currently filming a lot of content for during my second. So there's really so much beautiful prenatal content where you can see my body changing too. And I think that's really important with pre and postnatal content is I don't want to see an instructor with six pack abs, like my body, I, this is not right. Like that's not motivating for me when I'm pregnant. And, and so I'm hoping that. I can be there for my clients and make it feel like a less lonely process as their bodies are changing and they're going through all of it. I'm there w- right there with you. And the same with postnatal, I am such a big advocate for pelvic floor and core recovery and I have that program for those early days postpartum and then once you're cleared by your doctor I have my postpartum program, which again, I filmed while going through it myself. So you can see my body changing as well. I'm sleep deprived in those videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I think too, with the Sculpt Society, it's like, it's really providing content for every stage of life. So whether you're pre or postnatal, we just launched a bridal program. Um, we have a bunch of exciting launches in the fall, just to like really support women in all of these different stages that we're all going through.
0: Yeah. And be so real, which brings me to your amazing Instagram page. For everyone listening, if you don't follow Megan, you're missing out. Follow her, Megan Roop. It's spelled M E G A N R U R O U P, which will be linked at the bottom of the podcast. (laughs) But I too, I mean, I started off my Instagram with 200 followers. And so I know... I know the commitment. I know exactly what you're battling. I know exactly what's going on. But what is your inspiration for just showing up every day? How do you come up with ideas and also your get ready with me? I know that takes a ton of time. It's only like a 15 second clip. I get it. So I know. Take me behind that.
1: I think it's also what inspires me. Like, who do I like to follow? Who encourages me? And I think, listen, Instagram can feel very curated and like the highlight reel. And while that, all feels beautiful. It's not real life, right? And so I am a human. We are all humans. We go through ups and downs every single day. And what's really interesting to me is talking about that stuff and talking about the struggles and talking about what are you working on and just being really, I hate the word authentic, but just showing up every day as myself online, not using filters and you know i i think just showcasing real life i think for so long instagram was this beautiful curated place and and while it still is i think people are just really craving to see realness and so i try and just really show up every day as much as i can and some days like we said offline are harder than others to show up yeah. or at least be able to reflect on what i'm going through if i've if i've moved through something but you know little things like like we said, I I don't, I'm, I am so grateful to be pregnant, but I really don't love being pregnant. And so how can I talk about that? Because I know I'm not alone there. Right. So how can I talk about that openly, honestly on my channel? And just, I think it's like just being able to connect with real women and know that they're not alone. I'm not alone and, and really foster community that way.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. Did you start the Sculpt Society and kind of your entrepreneurial roadmap here with with what you're doing, and then you're like, oh, let me take this to Instagram, or did you start just being real on Instagram and it kind of spiraled out of that? Chicken or egg?
1: I launched the Sculpt Society knowing. I mean, same. I, I had my personal profile and I had like friends and family. I think I had 300 yeah. followers, but I knew because it was. I still felt late to the, the quote unquote game of social media. Like it was 2017 and I was like, well, shoot. Like, I don't even know how, like I know Instagram and social media is important to build a business. Yeah, I know I need to be consistent, but have I missed the boat here? But it, that didn't stop me. I think I knew like in order for the business to grow, I needed to do both. So I remember, I, I mean, I grabbed the handle right away, the Sculpt Society. And I, and I also started just working through feeling uncomfortable about showing up every day online. I think in the beginning, it was definitely more fitness content because that's what I was doing. That's what I was promoting. And as I think the community grew and trust grew, I felt like I was able to open up on my personal life because I would start to get questions from my community of like, well, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, yeah. what's your boy? Yeah, th- my husband, but boyfriend at the time, like, I want to hear about from your, your boyfriend. And And I was living in New York at the time, like, what are your favorite restaurants? And so that just, I think, as you start to lean into the people that are following you, you start to open up a little bit on what they're wanting to hear from you too.
0: Yeah, listening to the land again, growing with them. Okay, one final question, because if anyone follows you or... When they start to, <laughs> and they notice you and your amazing husband, Morgan, are going to grab coffee. I'm curious do y'all set that time aside? to talk about something in particular, or Mm. I'm asking only because I've tried this before. It was an epic fail when my husband and I were like, you know what, when we go out to eat for our date night, we're not going to talk about work so hard and we're not going to talk about our kids. That makes you look at each other and go, what do we even have in common anymore? I know,
1: (laughs) I know. Yeah, that's something we really struggle with because also we work from home. So I think it's a current struggle and, and like transparently, like, right, there's no start to end to the day, it's all work, then baby, then sometimes we look at each other and we're like, we need to date again, right? So yeah. we're trying to be more mindful of like plugging in more playful moments, whether that's like going to a tennis lesson, going for a hike, like really scheduling that out because if we don't, it doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, we're completely failing at it. <laughs> but I think the great thing about a coffee walk is we don't plan it, but we just, we generally try and do it. And then I think what's really great about a walk I think for men they're much better at talking while being side to side while, whereas women are much better at Oh my god.
0: Talking. eye contact. Women want eye, that's why men go to the bar and they watch sports together they like to be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah.
1: So but I embrace that time with my husband because I feel like we can talk about things whether it's you know a fire we're putting out in the business or like something we're excited yes. about or whatever it might be but we don't like you I think we've tried to ex work combo or kid combo out of it. But it's hard. to be honest, like it's hard and, and we both really love what we do. And so we are, we are excited to talk about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's life. It's life. I love it. Okay. So for everybody listening, go follow Megan Roop on social media, head over to the sculpt society.com. You can also join the sculpt society seven day trial, and use the code wake up 25. Do you have anything else you want to leave with?
1: No, I'm just really, I don't think I realized your demo was like 40, you said 45 to 60. 45, 65. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're. you know, I would really encourage you to check out that slow and controlled program if you're listening to this or even my 30 minute sculpt classes. Like I feel like that age demographic is people aren't talking to them. And so like I have so many community members in that age demo and I think they'll really resonate with what we're doing over at School Society.
0: Awesome. Okay, Megan, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com.